All right, so we're going to start off with the Breonna Taylor thing. I really haven't touched on it since it happened. I've only touched on the riots, but let's get into this because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there um, about what happened. And I'm going to show you that uh, we've been hearing about this wrong, right? So the first thing I want to go over is what is the difference between a grand jury trial and a regular trial, okay? So the grand jury trial, the defense, the police officers in this case, don't even get to have representation to tell their side of the story, right? So the grand grand jury trial is basically the prosecutor goes in there with a bunch of facts to a bunch of average people from the community, a bunch of average people. These are people who would be pulled in for jury duty no matter what, whether they're on a trial or a grand jury trial. <clears throat> they're told a bunch of information and they're asked to make a decision on whether or not there is enough information to move forward with charges. That's that's what a grand jury trial is. It's it's nothing more. Is, is there reasonable doubt to think a crime may have may have been committed or has been committed? Right. That's what a grand jury trial is. So everyone's all up in arms here. But that just goes to show that there wasn't enough evidence to prosecute all three police officers, and especially a, a murder uh, charge at that. But we're going to move forward. So for months, <clears throat> for months, we've been hearing how they served a no-knock warrant that these people were sleeping in bed and the police fired first. Now, just like a lot of other situations that have happened in the past, there's a lot of information put out there that is not factual. And this is why it was so surprising recently with a lot of these issues that the police are putting body cam footage out there so fast, right? Because usually this is an investigation, uh, you know, information, and they won't put it out there because they don't want to cause a panic and they don't want to cause a scene and they don't want to have problems and they want to be able to move their investigation and finish it up in a timely manner to make sure that everything is gotten, the information is received in a non-biased format and it's cost the truth, right? Because that's what we want to have is the truth. So basically here, a lot of the news, right, there was a no, was not, uh, the warrant was not served as a no-knock warrant, right? That is, that is the truth right there. The warrant was not served as a no-knock warrant. At Baptistelf, we want you to know the facts. Here, okay? Visit BaptistHealthDocs.com um, to view a video of Dr. Haley Strickland on the role of the um, OBGYN hospitalist. Why? They served the Baptist warrant. Health Louisville. So it be seems a healthier you. That right here, we decided Brianna Taylor had examined materials um, gathered, been seen and surveilled. So basically, right here, it's reported by the New York Times to provide details surrounding the routes for the search warrant. Taylor had previously relationship with a local man and no alleged drug dealer, Jamarcus Glover. The report claims Taylor and Glover were still involved as recently as January. According to the recordings of the conversation between the two after his arrest, after his arrest, okay? The Times also said Taylor was seen seen during the surveillance of an abandoned homes Glover used to allegedly package drugs for sale. As well as working with the FBI crime lab so she knew what this guy she was doing was dating. She'd been seen on surveillance with him. She had 
had re- uh, phone call recordings after the fact, case. right? I mean, not phone calls recordings, but the, uh, the two were the were still involved as recently in January, according to recording, recordings of conversations. So, yeah, I did have it right. Recordings of conversations between the two after his arrest. Presentation right? So, as long as not saying she's clean, not saying she's 100% guilty, but she knew what the hell was going on, and she knew who she, was, who she had in her life, right? She knew the type of people she was dating. I mean, let's face it. So, their relationship began in 2016, Glover reportedly told police in a statement. Okay? At one point that year, Taylor rented a car, which Glover then used. So, she rented the car for this guy. He goes and uses it. The car, this, listen to this, the car was found with a dead body inside the car. Shot eight times. These are crucial rules to ensure along with Taylor's rental contract. Constitution. When prosecutors prematurely This is the history, right? The case the so public. this is they're going to the knock on her door. They know this. The jury pool, they know this. Violating the accused. Do you think they're the not trial, going to ha- be prepared just in case they found a dead body the in the car that was shot 8 times? It's predicated So just remember that. that the accused is innocent until proven guilty. Uh, let see. Taylor was embroiled in the murder investigation at that point. Taylor was never charged, had no criminal record. Police suspected she was involved in Glover's drug trade. Must be done. But, of course, he denied it. He was protecting her. Right? So, basically, they didn't serve a no-knock warrant. Springfield Drive. So what really happened here is the police were investigating two men who had believed were selling drugs out of a house that was far from Ms. Taylor's home. But a judge also signed a warrant uh, allowing for the police to search Ms. Taylor's residence because the police said they believed that one of the men had used her apartment to receive packages. Ms. Taylor had been uh, dating the, uh, that man on and off for several years, for several years, but had recently severed ties with him, according to the family's lawyer. That's the family's lawyer. So they've been going back and forth for, for years, right? Ms. Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, had been in bed, but they got up when they heard a loud banging on the door. So the police, the police knocked. They identified themselves, right? Briefing. But got up when they heard loud banging at the door. Miss Walker said he and Miss Taylor both called out asking who was at the door. Miss Walker later told the police he feared it was Miss Taylor's ex-boyfriend trying to break in. Right. Banging on the door. Police. Search warrant. It's got to be the boyfriend, right? Got to be the boyfriend. I just, I'm calling this one out. Okay. I got to call this one out. Just just don't believe it. Was made to breach the door. Um, after breaching the, after door, the police broke the Sergeant door off the hinges, the Mr. Walker fired his gun once, striking Sergeant, Sergeant Mattingly in the thigh. So what did they expect was going to happen? So they show up at her house. She's been previously embroiled into a murder investigation where a rental car in her name had a body found in it that was shot eight times. They show up to her house. They bang on the door. They have to break down the door after identifying themselves to get into the apartment. And then they were shot at and hit. 
so they don't expect nothing to happen, right? So everyone's upset now. These are the these are the facts of the case. No evidence. This is why we're riding, right? This is this is it. Hit by friendly fire. Very hard to believe that this is this is what we're we're riding over today. So what's also great now is the uh, attorney. This is the family. The attorney general did not tell Taylor's mother that the charges were not in relation to her death, attorney says. So the family attorney turns around and says, we're going to blame it on the state that they didn't turn around and tell the mother that the charges that were filed against the police officers were not in her death. You have a family attorney for a reason. Stop being dramatic. If that woman's not doing her job or he or she, fire them. That's it. Fire them. Get yourself a new attorney. I'm sure there's going to be one out there willing to take a case pro bono who would give you the right information and tell you what the hell's going on because they want your case so that they can get other hope, uh, high profile cases. Don't know what to tell you there. Okay, bad circumstances, bad circumstances all around, all around on this one. It's actually a horrible scenario, right? It's really, truly is. So you see here, we're going to go into weapon. the riots. Riots are absolutely phenomenal, right? So here, here's a, a riot right here. Antifa rider assaults cop who was knocked off the ground from his bicycle purse and then uses metal bat to strike him on the head. Um, it's just, it's just incredible. <laughs> I mean, they're over here. This using oh my god, he's using pepper spray. They just came up with a whack on the back. That's that's assault with a deadly weapon. That's attempted murder. Right? That's that's attempted murder, right? You turn around and you whack someone in the back of the goddamn head with a metal baseball bat. That's attempted murder on a police officer. Period. Period. There's no way of, of denying that. You can't you can't get around that. I I just. We're riding all over this country for what? For what? Misinformation? I mean, he, he, here's another one, right? This is, this is them. People are running from the gunfire because the two police officers were shot, right? This is, this is the, you can, you can hear this. They shoot guns at them, real guns. They're blasting at the police. I just don't know what to tell you, people, when it comes to your riding. I mean, this is why Donald Trump's going to win. Because you guys keep riding and doing stupid stuff on, on issues on issues that don't even, you know, relate. So, like, when you're riding and you're going, you know, because Black Lives Matter and you're burning down black communities, black black companies, and you're looting and doing all this stuff. And everyone turns around and says, well, they don't want Trump to be president. Keep doing this shit. Keep doing this shit. I don't know what to tell you. Keep doing this shit. You're only making it worse. Right? So here, celebrities and athletes voice anger over Breonna Taylor grand jury decision. Who the hell made them the, the, the people to judge others? They don't even live normal fucking lives. They don't live like you and me. They don't live like that. Okay? And they go around with security, an entourage, or whatever. So if you're believing these goddamn idiots who get paid to act and to perform, that's their lives. And don't get me wrong. I'm just reading the facts of the news. And yes, technically I'm performing and acting. But this is fucking stupid. That's the truth. 
These are the people that you guys prop up and you think so much of. They're causing more anger, more drama, and they don't even live in the real world. So let's move on. This is this is beautiful because this was here in Austin, and as you can see in the background, I have a Texas flag. You got to hear her. This is this is absolutely crazy. I just got home. Sorry, I'm a little bit out of it right now. I just got home. I was covering the Black Lives Matter Antifa march tonight in Austin, Texas, downtown, and I got mobbed. So I'm here now, home safe and sound. Um, I'm going to be filing a police report. I just wanted to come home as soon as possible and change all of my passwords and accounts and whatnot um, because they stole my phone after they mobbed me. I was following them all night long and I wasn't really talking with any of them other than those two protesters who were armed. I was like, you know, hey, what do you guys have the gun for? Um, but other than that, I really wasn't talking to anybody. I really wasn't trying to make myself known. I was just there observing the scene. And then one of the uh, Antifa reporters who have talked to a couple times just comes up to me and says they know. And at that point, I probably should have left, but I was like, no, oh, it's fine. There was a huge police presence and we weren't really anywhere like in a dark alley or a dark streetway or anything like that. And then we turned down 6th Street and this guy just starts chanting my name going, that's Savannah Hernandez, that's Savannah Hernandez. And I turned around and I felt someone punch me in the back of the head. So they're assaulting this poor and woman. It's absolutely crazy. The they're assaulting this poor woman. Up. And as you guys can see, my face isn't really messed up at all. And uh, I didn't take too many punches to the face because I don't think they were expecting me to fight back or defend myself. But they quickly learned that I was going to. So luckily, my face was unharmed. But my neck's hurting a little bit because I got punched. No, as you can tell, I mean, the world's just going crazy, right? If you're riding, if you're out there doing this stuff, you must be bored off your fucking mind. Okay? You must be you must be just fucking bored. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the truth is out there. Sometimes the truth doesn't come in 24 hours. This isn't a TV show. This isn't going to, you know, end in 30 minutes, a half hour, an hour, you know, you know, we're two hour movie, we're going to get results. DNA don't work like that. Neither does the legal system never has. I don't know what to tell you. If you're really thinking that, you've got mental issues. You need to get over yourself. But with that being said, this was a more of a serious one to, at this point. Um, I do have another show I want to do, but I just need to get this off my chest. This is absolutely crazy. You know, you, everyone professes they don't want Donald Trump reelected. Just keep doing this shit. Just keep doing it. You, you're you're going to get what you don't want and you're making it happen because you ain't taking the time to have a little patience to see what the truth of the matter is. You're letting people, celebrities, politicians rile you up and you're not going to get the result that you want because no one, including me, is going to think you're reasonable. No one, including me, is going to want to deal with you. I'm telling you right now that you keep defunding the police. You keep doing this stuff. I don't know what kind of a community you live in today, but it ain't going to be the community you live in tomorrow. People already leaving. People are already leaving. And a lot of these communities right now, because of the crime rates going up so much, are already turning around and starting to refund the police. Why? Because you guys thought you could be accountable on your own and do the right fucking thing, but you can't. So we're going to end it there. This is a little bit more of a serious one. I do apologize for going on. I will talk to you in the next one, and we'll have a little bit more fun. Bye.